Hello, and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, as well as school, work, and other things life likes to throw our way. In these episodes, religious topics such as growing closer to God, maturing in our faith, as well as general ones like college difficulties and navigating new experiences in life will be covered. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. I hope that you all had a very good and hopefully relaxing weekend. The topic for this week's episode is dealing with setbacks. As it can often be very hard and difficult to get back up when we are set back by something in life. As humans, sometimes we are pretty stubborn creatures. Even when something doesn't work out the first time or the second time or even the third time, we may keep pushing it, even if logically we know it's not the right way to go or it's not the right thing to do. In my life, and I'm sure as any and everyone who's listening to this can relate, I've had many setbacks in my own life, even just in this past year. You know, the world had a huge setback when This pandemic came through and stopped everything, threw everyone's plans off, changed the way we live, the way we interact, the way we socialize, like everything was set back in this past year alone, honestly. And you know, when we have these setbacks, it kind of makes me think of the ironic moments in our life through our walk with the Lord. Like, I know if I pray to God and ask God for something, he may give me what I want or what I desire. But sometimes when we get what we ask for, we are a little bit thrown off or it tends to be kind of like a setback in our life. For example, my whole life, you know, I've always heard pastors often jokingly say, you know, you shouldn't ask for the Lord to give you patience. Like you shouldn't be like, dear God, you know, I need patience. So help me to work on that. And not saying it's a bad thing, but in general, you should be careful what you ask for in life. Because when God is going to give you patience, more than likely he is going to test your patience. Like one day, you know, you might ask God for more patience one night and then the next morning or the next day over the next few days you find yourself in heavy traffic or having to deal with a very difficult person and it's almost like god was like well you asked for more patience so let's test it out right now and like i found that happens to me a lot like i'll ask for patience and then a moment comes up for me to show that patience and more than often i fail because i don't realize this is a test from the lord he's trying to provide me an opportunity to show more patience. I'm getting exactly what I asked for. You know, God is doing what you asked. God is providing you with an opportunity to test your patience, but it isn't often how we imagined it would end up. Setbacks in life are difficult to deal with and can cause us to be confused, grow frustrated, overfilled, or set back plans in our life. It can feel like God is just throwing constant curveballs at us. And, you know, it's just like, why is this happening? Why can't things move forward? Why can't things just stick to plan? For example, right now, the website was, quote unquote, supposed to 
launch on Friday, March 12th. But here we are, Monday, March 15th, as I'm recording this episode, and it is still not up. Which, if you really think about it, it's honestly not the hugest setback in the world, and it's definitely not the biggest deal with everything else we have going on right now. Now you may be thinking, okay, well then when is it going up? And why did you not just launch it? The answer is, I have no idea when it will launch. Which may not make sense as honestly, all I have to do is just press launch website because I've got everything up. I've got the homepage, I've got the about page, contact, privacy policy, all the little things you need to know. I've got two blog posts up. So it's pretty much ready to go. But that's the thing. It really isn't as simple as it may seem or may be thought to be. So around Thursday night, I was like, okay, so I'm just going to launch the website tomorrow. But the closer the time got to Friday, the more confused I began to feel. I was doubting if I should put it up. Like, I just didn't feel 100% sure about it. You know, you'd think if I was going to do something as exciting as this, I'd be like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm so excited. But I was just like, well, I guess it's going to go up. Like, I just, something just didn't feel right. And, you know, something inside of me just felt off. Like, I was like, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if it should go up tomorrow. I didn't launch it because I was concerned about the confusion I was feeling. I was just thinking about that saying how every opportunity that is presented to us is not always from the Lord, as the enemy will do just about anything to confuse and mislead us away from God's plan. And something just didn't feel right. Like, you know, when you just have that like kind of gut feeling, almost like, uh, I think I should kind of slow down a little bit. That's what I was feeling. And as we see in 1 Corinthians 14.33, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. And in 1 John 4.1, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. God is not a God of confusion. God is not a God of hesitation and just frustration. God is a God of peace and confirming things in our life. So on that Thursday night and honestly all of Friday, I was feeling confused and hesitant because all of these like bells and whistles were going off in my head. Following the advice of my best friend, I decided to kind of step back and spend time in the presence of the Lord. I took the time to listen to worship music, to read scripture, and to ask God's presence to be with me and to help me, to help remove this confusion and this anxiety that I feel like was pent up inside of me at that time. If I'm being honest with you guys, I was kind of just hoping that he would tell me when to launch the website, but he didn't. And if I'm being honest, you know, I was a little frustrated. I was a little confused on why I didn't know when it was going up because there was just so much uncertainty. But what he did do was remove the confusion and replace it with his irreplaceable peace and presence in my life. Like after some time, you know, I 
didn't feel as anxious. I just felt more at peace and just okay with everything and okay with everything that was going on. And something that I just want to quickly talk about is I think sometimes when we are in the presence of the Lord, we try too hard. And what I mean by try too hard is I was trying to say all the right things and do all the right things and just listen to worship music and just, you know, focus on God. But I think in that moment when I was trying too hard, I make myself more anxious because I'm so focused on it. When being with God is something that is simple. Being with God is not something you have to try hard to do. His presence is already with us. If we seek out to him, he will seek out to us. So I noticed, you know, the less I stopped trying and was just simply trying to be in his presence, the more comfortable I felt, the less confused and anxious I felt. So, you know, when you are seeking out the Lord, just come to him as you are. Speak in the way that you speak. Don't try to say all the fancy things. Don't try to do all the fancy things. Just be with him as you are. You know, like our relationship with God is supposed to be in a way, you know, like you're with your friends. You speak to them how you speak. You don't hide it. You don't use fancy words. Just be yourself with him. And the more I was myself, and the more I was just, you know what, I'm just going to take this slow, the better I felt. So I just wanted to quickly add that just in case, you know, you're new to spending time with God or it's been a while just come as you are. Like God knows your heart. He knows who you are. In fact, I could even argue God knows us better than we know ourselves. So there's no point in putting up a front, putting up a fake persona, a fake shell. Just be with him as you are. And getting back on topic with the setbacks, I think another thing that is frustrating in life with setbacks is that it can be a bit embarrassing when you have to admit defeat we as humans are all about our pride so to admit defeat and kind of throw up our hands can often feel like a failure there's often this looming sense of uncertainty when we have plans and it's kind of like when are plans gonna move forward when are things gonna go back on track But we have to remember that God can use our disappointment for his plans of glory. You know, he's taking the time to think about our lives and how it's going to interact. So don't think that your disappointment is just a failure. It can be used for anything. It can be used to bring you to a victory, you know, because we are promised victories in Christ and the fact that he defeated death and he is our savior and that he loves us. That is a victory in itself. And I don't know if you all remember, but a few episodes ago, I talked about this sermon and it's called Winning is Losing. I will have the link to the sermon in the bio of this episode so you can check it out. But that's what setbacks in our life can feel like and be like. It may seem like a loss and often be categorized as a loss to this world. But in our walk with the Lord, we have to even lose our lives in order to find new life within Christ. We can see this in Matthew 16, 24 through 26. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life must lose it. 
but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what good will it do a person if he gains the whole world but forfeits his soul? Or what will a person do in exchange for his soul? And in that way, the setback that I faced more specifically with the website is what I pray for. Over the past week, I did a fantastic devotion on the Bible app that was about dangerous prayers. It was about how to redo and change the way that we pray to improve our prayer life. And as always, I will have it linked down below. But on one of the last days of the devotion, specifically on the Friday I was supposed to launch the website, I asked God to break my will for his. And that's when I began to grow more confused. Now, I feel that was God breaking my will and my plans to make way for his because there can't be room for both. I can't follow my plans and follow the plans of the Lord. So in that moment, like I remember feeling like something, I don't know, I just felt something like I just felt started getting all warm. And then I was thinking about the website and I was like, well, I don't know anymore. So I think in that moment, like God was literally like, okay, he gave me permission. We are getting rid of these plans, moving them out of the way and making way for my plans, the true plans for your life. That's the thing. You know, I see these quotes like we are often in a rush and God is like, whoa, 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 whoa slow down. Everything is going to work out if you just trust me. God uses setbacks in our lives to stop us from wrecking and destroying our own life. It may not be fun in the process and more than likely it won't be, but it's often for our best interests. These setbacks may even be used to grow us because if you really stop and think about it, What better way to test your faith in the Lord than through a tough season filled with setbacks? Where we have to decide if we are going to trust God or just keep going on our own. When thinking about biblical characters who face setbacks in life and in the Bible, I often think of Joseph. A very quick summary of Joseph is that he is a son, one of the sons of Jacob and Rachel who eventually went on to be I think it was a king, and if it wasn't a king, it was just like someone with lots of power. But if you read through from the time when, you know, it starts in Genesis when he is 17 to all the way when he is a king, you will see a multitude of setbacks. And I don't mean just like little bumps in the road. I mean, huge things he had to overcome in life. Joseph was envied and pretty much heavily disliked by all of his brothers because he was his father's favorite. He was then sold into slavery by his own brothers and presumed dead to the rest of his family and even his brothers. He spent a lot of time in prison, dealt with temptation, and when he was in a position of power, a famine. These are just a few of his notable setbacks. Yet if none of these setbacks had happened, he could have never interpreted the Pharaoh's dream, been prepared for the famine, or been in the position to save his brothers and his family from starvation due to the famine. Overall, it's been calculated that he suffered for about 13 years. God used his pain for a purpose that he could have never 
imagined. You know, because if God was to, you know, come down and tell us, hey, you're going to be king, you're going to be a queen, you're going to be in a high position of power, most of us be like, okay, that's awesome. Like, even if you're like, eh, I don't kind of want that. Like, if God was to say all of your wildest dreams are going to come through, we'd be like, okay, let's do it. But if God was like, but it's not going to be easy. You're going to have a lot of setbacks in life. You're going to have to overcome a lot of things in life. Most of us would be like, well, it's not even worth it at that point. And I think we've got to stop devaluing seasons because it includes a setback. Because that setback could be using to level us up for the next thing God wants to provide us with. As believers, no matter how much you love and praise God and are a quote-unquote good Christian, we will face setbacks. It may not be till days, months, or years later till we can understand why God set us back in life. And that's the thing, we just have to simply trust him and trust that he knows what he is doing. You know, right now, I don't know when the website will launch. And if I'm being honest, it makes me kind of anxious, just that uncertainty of not knowing. But I've decided like I would rather wait with God than rush into something and be like a deer in headlights, be stuck and be frozen, you know, so... You know, if you're facing a setback, maybe God is trying to tell you something. Maybe God is saying, hey, you're trying to do things on your own. So I'm going to throw this little barrier until you can kind of wake up and trust in me instead of trying to be in autopilot mode and do every little thing on your own. Because I don't know if you guys noticed, but in I think when I first talked about the website, I was like, yep, I'm going to post it on you know, March 12th, it's going up that day, like set your calendars. And in the next episode, I was like, actually, I don't know, because I was really thinking about it. And I was like, I didn't consult with God before I announced the launch date. I just picked that date for myself. I didn't pray to him about it. I didn't ask him about it. I didn't even consider it. And I think that's just something in life that I'm learning as I get closer to God and really trying to be more genuine is we are supposed to trust God in the big things like our salvation for where we will be for all of eternity. Those are big, 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 big things. But we're also supposed to trust God in the little things like for when to launch a website, what job to apply to, what friends to socialize with, you know, to handle our bills, to handle issues that may pop up you know if you get stuck on the side of the road we're supposed to trust God in that and I think we often forget about that because I saw this TikTok which I feel like I haven't talked about TikToks in a while so here we are back to it but this guy was basically talking about how he I think it's like tire popped and he's stuck on the side of the road and he was like why don't I just pray to God to help me because I can assure you if I got stuck in the road I'm calling my parents first probably crying freaking out I, I don't think my first instinct right now would be to pray to God, but he prayed to God and the um, tow truck person that came up to him as like, it was literally a miracle. He was like, you know what? I'm going to 
cover the cost for you because I think he knew him. What are the odds of that? You know, or when we're behind on payments, when we're behind in life, when we're feeling so overwhelmed, we're supposed to trust God with those things, not just the big things, everything in life, you know? So the last verses for this episode, we are going to start off in Romans 8, 28. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not regard myself as having taken hold of yet But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. Press on forward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We shouldn't be embarrassed by setbacks in life. God may be using this moment to prepare you for something greater down the line. He may be maturing you to receive more of his blessings. Nothing happens for no reason at all in life. God has taken the time to create us and write our lives. If you find yourself in a setback, step back a bit and ask God to help you to understand and lean on him as he may be readjusting your life. God promises to be by our side. Remind yourself with scripture that God is always with us and always helping us. I hope that this was helpful for you all through whatever you may be going through in life. I hope that you all enjoyed and I'm wishing you a great rest of your day and a blessed week. Bye. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, as well as for the private Facebook group. I hope you all have a blessed day, and I'll catch you next week. Bye, guys!